this is this is God. Hundred percent. You know, and, and God uses He used to use Florida man's spirit. He used Trump, wild man Trump. Yep. To spark the fire that is Ron DeSantis, and we won't go back. No, I don't. That's the hell no. Explaining podcast, we are the two kings of the Rube Empire. Right wing extremists, extraordinaire, supernaturalists by nature, and downright Christian bigots. I am the philosopher king, the ivory tower, and I've got a perspective on things. All I gotta say is, can you dig it, sucker? Ladies and gentlemen, this is the greatest day of your life. You are about to experience the Iron King. The five time, five time, five time, sorry, six time All-American, oh. one time national champion, Hall of Famer, the, I don't even want to tout my college resume, Iron King is in the house, the strong one, the people's champ, the people's choice, and I have a perspective on things. I've been in a Booker T mode lately. Yeah, yeah. Sucker! I've just been loving it lately. I don't know why. I just, oh, he's great. When you watch his old matches, bro, I'm just like, they, like you know when somebody has it. Does that make sense? It's yeah. like when you watch like basketball, like you don't have the, you don't need to know basketball to know that Michael Jordan had it. Can I, t- can I tell you something? Yeah, I was such a fool back when I first started watching wrestling. Okay, I was a fool before I started watching wrestling because I thought wrestling was garbage. <laughs> Poor you. Like it's fake. And then I watched the Stone Cold SmackDown special, and it changed my life. Yes, amen. <clears throat> and then it became SmackDown. And that was still – the war was still going yes. on between WWE and yeah. – well, what was WWF yeah. and WCW. WCW. And I didn't have cable. So I could only watch SmackDown. Yeah. So uh, I hated WCW. I was like, <laughs> let's go WWF. Yeah. And, and then once – WCW lost and WWF bought them. Yeah. And then all these wrestlers come over. I'm like, this is gonna, these people suck. Booker T is a, chi- a, a, a low rent rock. Uh, rock. Yeah. Everybody thought that. The yeah. Booking. Give me a break. It's the rock bottom and we all know it. <laughs> okay. Uh, who ripped off who? I don't care. Yeah. 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 Um, but uh, that was my mindset. Yes. And then, and it was like Hulk Hogan's coming. Come on. He's so old. I love every single one of those Amen. guys. Amen. <laughs> uh, Amen. When they, I just watched a couple minutes of them, and I'm like, well, what was I thinking? You know, these guys are great. <laughs> these guys are great. And now I wish I had, like, uh, Peacock to just – I just want to yes. watch old WCW. Yes. I want to see – I never got to see NWL NWL's, in real life. You can't. You can't. It, it was. It's a flashpoint. It's yeah. a flashpoint of wrestling. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I never got to see it. Yeah. I want to watch WCW week to week. Yeah. And the pay-per-views. And I want to see that. I want to re- live that for the first time. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't have access. Yeah. The, what, what I always think is funny is when people in wrestling, and, and this is a little bit beyond our audience, but it's okay. Wrestling is, is real life. It's real. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, 
you don't have Stone Cold without the NWO. You just don't have it. You don't even have the Attitude Era without NWO. Like, as Vince McMahon's watching WCW play angles that, like, people can't figure out. And they're like, oh, my gosh, is this – like, people – you know, by the early 90s, people were like, okay, it's fake. Everybody knows it's fake. Mm-hmm. But when the NWO showed up, the outsider showed up, then it was like, wait a minute, is this real? Wait a minute, what? He just, oh my gosh, he just picked up Rey Mysterio and threw him into a, <laughs> darted him into a, you know, the side of a building. Like, you really start questioning it. You're like, oh my gosh. And then, like, they, the NWO brought the reality, the takeover type angle. And then all of a sudden, it was like, oh, whoa, we got to go with Stone Cold now. You know what I mean? Like, now they're, they're, they were reacting. But uh, WCW was awesome. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. It was. It was just like it sounded better. The ring was stiffer. Like when people hit the mat, it sounded different. I mean, it was just a different deal. I was a WCW guy. I loved both because I'm a rock guy. I love the rock. Mm-hmm. But uh, I love the NWO is one of my favorites. So when when they feuded on WWE, the W the NWO versus the Rock, like Hogan, Hogan uh, Rock won to me is the greatest wrestling match of all time. It's the worst wrestling match. It's not even a good wrestling match because it's so basic, but it's two of the most iconic people yeah, but you know colliding. What? Well, that's the thing. Yeah, he was old. Everybody knows that. Yeah. And so, like, when I, I – you know, I wasn't – I wasn't – I was foolish, but I wasn't naive in thinking this guy's too old. This isn't going to be entertaining. I was foolish because the dude's a – born entertainer 100 it, it doesn't matter that he's old the other thing too is if you notice all the wcw guys are way bigger than wwe guys you put them head to head scott Na- hall nash hogan well, they're okay. way physically hall and nash came from wwe true touche 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 but it, yeah i mean razor razor was over diesel sucked though that the whole diesel thing sucked but anyways i digress but it was cool, man. Yeah. They could go, man. Booker T could go. So for sure, I've been obsessed with Booker T lately. So that's yeah. why I'm getting with the sucker. So you even know. old Hogan, I was, uh, his, uh, I, I was thinking like his his finisher is a big boot and a leg drop. Big boot, I leg drop, like, dude. No, that leg drop is devastating. Devastating. It's devastating. It and I believe home. every second of it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I love it. I love it. So on that note. Uh, did you ever see the documentary Bigger, Stronger, Faster? <laughs> Excuse me. I've seen half of it. Okay, the intro is what I'm talking about. It's like, uh, you know, we were, 80s, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're at war with Iran, but Hogan was going to you know, take the title from the, the Iron Sheik. I, I think that was more real than what's what even going on with our wars now. The older I get, I'm like, man, wrestling's more real to me than the, real, <laughs> the reality. Yeah. Just the difference is. We're in on the joke, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm watching the world right now. And again, with this podcast, we're trying to open people's eyes to like see, see the see the code. Okay, we want you to see the code. Mm-hmm. You got to understand that foreign policy, the zeitgeist, whatever you want to call it, they're lying to you. All phases of the game. And even if they're not lying to you, quote unquote, which they are, they're omitting a lot of things. But the difference now is we're all smart enough that we know that they're lying. But it's like what they talked about the Soviet Union. We know that they're lying. They know that they know that we know that we're lying, and they still don't care. You know what I mean? And a lot of the stories we're going to talk about today, 
we're gonna give you practical things to kind of combat it in your section of the world, your spot in the world. But you gotta understand what's at play, and I'll I'll out myself. Can I out myself today? Sure. I voted for Obama twice, and I know that's not shocking because if you've you listened to any, dumb. yeah, <laughs> you dirty bastard. That's the only word I can say for that, you know. But no, I mean. And I say that to say this, just and it's not about credibility. It's just about reality. I grew up in a blue-collar part of Ohio. Democrats weren't the bad guy back then. Democrats were for the people. The working. They're for the working man, working class, dusty roads. (laughs) It's all about dusty roads. Mm -hmm. And we we hated those Ric Flair Republicans. You know, it just is what it is, right? And uh, everything. Jet flying. Everything's wrestling. Everything is wrestling. We hated the Vince McMahons, the McMahons. Um, no, but like straight up, that was my perception of things. So when I when I the first time I voted, oh my gosh, I can't even believe I'm gonna admit this. I voted for Kerry. Did you know that? John Kerry. I voted for John Kerry because Ooh. he told me he was gonna stop the war in Iraq. <laughs> How hilarious does that sound right now? And I voted for Obama to end the wars. Mm-hmm. And he just put them on roids. And I was never a Bush fan, and I couldn't put my finger on it because I had, you know, Christians around me and be like, well, he's a born-again believer. And now you look back on it, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm born again. But he's not talking about Jesus. He's talking about skull and bones, but that's another conversation for another time. That be that might get a little too conspiratorial, if that makes sense. Uh, that's what we're here for, bro. <laughs> that's true. Uh, look it up if you've ever looked up. Uh, John Kerry and uh, George Bush were literally in the same fraternity at Yale called Skull and Bones at the same time. The Skull and Bones Society of Death. Yeah. So um, when, jo- when George W. told you that he was born again to steal your vote, um, he wasn't talking about Jesus. And if you ever listen to his conversations, he doesn't ever talk about Jesus. He uses Christianese like Joel Osteen but never talks about Jesus, because he's a Luciferian psychopath, but that's another story for another time. Never look up what his mom, yeah. who his mom's dad is, who, who, wait, who his mom's father is. Never look that up. But anyways, keep going. Sorry about that. Um, I, I voted for Bush, you know? Yeah. And, um, and I was like, yeah, let's, I voted for both. Well, no, I, I wouldn't have voted. I wouldn't have been able to vote for it, but I would have voted for both Bushes. Yeah. Um, and uh, I was, you know, yeah, let's go into Afghanistan. Yeah, let's go into Iraq. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, yellow cake. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Weapons of mass destruction. Yeah. Well, and like, there's still, I think, somewhat of an argument to be made where um, we did, we spent weeks telling them what we were going to do, which is so stupid to me. Hey, we're going to invade you. Sure. Because you're not letting the UN inspectors inspect your nuclear facilities yeah. and all this stuff. That was the cover story, but yeah. And um, <clears throat> uh, you're not doing it, and you know, you've got three weeks to let them in. Well, that's also three weeks to move everything up. But that being said um, – but the whole story, though, was the FBI gave him faulty information that was there. There wasn't any weapons of mass destruction. Shocker! One of the alphabet agencies yeah. lying to the president of the United States. Strange. But anyways, keep going. For sure. No, I mean that's 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 basically 
the end of that. But either way, why are we in Iraq? Why are, why, are, why are we the UN can't get them to take their inspectors? And why is America the police force? Because that's even if that were a true scenario, why are we the police force? Because we're Forget the that we're the strongest arm of the military industrial complex. Yeah, I know. And that's what it's always been about. Yeah, you know, and 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 that's my point is you voted for Republicans thinking that you're doing the right thing. By by preventing war, I or or, or preventing terrorism or, or yeah, evil and, or and engaging in what were billed as just wars. Yeah, exactly, just wars. I voted for Obama because I wanted to end the wars because I'm I'm a very anti-war guy. I'm not a pacifist by any means. Step on my property and find out. But I don't think there's any reason for us to be in a foreign war unless we're aggressed upon. If that makes sense, that's my yeah. stance on war. But. Um, I voted for Obama to stop the wars. I wouldn't call that anti-war. I would call that. I'm I'm pro defense. I'm yeah, very pro defense. It's yeah, very pro defense. It's it's war in its right place. Yes, and I'm okay. I'm like I'm okay with the Teddy Roosevelt speak quietly and walk with a big stick. I'm okay oh, with sure. that. Yeah, yeah. Peace okay. through strength is real. Hundred percent. No matter what the Libertarian Party says, <laughs> I agree. I agree with many things about the Libertarian Party. Yeah. Peace through strength is absolutely one hundred percent true. And you know how we know? Four years of Donald Trump. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> true. How many wars did he start again? None. Oh, he, he, he left some going. He kept some going. He profited. He profited off of uh, Yemen. That's not he did. good. I mean, not personally, but like you know, America did. He he um, tried to pull people out, and then they lied to him. You remember that? There's also yeah, stuff like that. Shocker! Um, FBI lying again. Yeah. CIA lying to the president. Yeah. Oh, go on. Cool. I'm noticing a trend. Um, yeah, yeah. But um, I uh, I yeah, the the, the, the peace through they the, they. They don't like the military-industrial conflict yeah. either. Yeah. And I think that's where they're coming from when they say that you know peace through strength is a myth. But it isn't a myth. Not at all. We don't need to have what we have in a military-industrial complex to be strong. How many people know? do you think have tried to start a fight with me in my life? <laughs> uh, none. Same here. Well, except for when I was very young. Yeah. And I was closer to everybody's height. Well, that's the thing. It's like I, I, I challenge people. Ask the biggest dude that you know how many times people try them or try them. Doesn't happen. Yeah, because it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. Like if I am a nefarious psychopath and I see a person massively larger than me clearly could kick my face in, I'm not going to mess with them. Mm-hmm. That's a literal – oh, here we go. Here's your first practical standpoint. Hit the gym. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? But realistically, yeah. on a small scale, that's practical. On a big scale, it's practical. It's like it's like walls. Walls tend to work. You know how I know? Put up a fence and lock your door. Yeah. People don't get in. It's strange how that works. You well, know what well, I mean? Well, well, then you just have to look to the elites that tell us that walls are <laughs> racist. Walls around their properties. All around their property. Strange. Around the communities that they live in. I know. So you can't even get – there's walls to get into the neighborhood before you get yeah. to the walls surrounding their property. Yeah. The scumbags. Well, well, now, back to your libertarian point, though. What's interesting to me with libertarians is they say that, but if you completely get rid of government 100%, 
you've got Mad Max. You're eventually going to have Mad Max, and you're eventually going to have to have really strong people defending your property. True or false? That's the so it does. It, it's it's yeah. That's why I'm. Uh, there's some things with libertarians that I'm okay with, but well, the Libertarian Party wouldn't be a anarchist party. So they'd be minarchist. They'd hope, like the, but the, the they would bare hope, minimum. But they would hope that it doesn't become that. Does that make sense? That it doesn't become anarchist. Yes. I don't know. I'm, you got to hope that it doesn't. Break. But I understand what I you're mean, saying. I don't but back to my point with wars. What's interesting to me is the military-industrial complex has had control of every single president since Reagan, other than Trump. Think about that. The one person that they had to cheat an election for to get out of, they had to demonize the entire step of the way, and he didn't start a single war because he wasn't making them money. Let's get real with ourselves. And now we have Biden dropping, what, billions of dollars into a Ukrainian confrontation. Well, and, and even with Trump, he was like – I mean he, he, he was fine with what was going on with, with us funding Saudi Arabia and in, in Yemen. Yeah. You know, so even then he was on their side in that particular yes. thing, but he wasn't enough on their side. Yeah, and he wasn't controlled. Mm-hmm. Yep, you know, that's true. He wanted to get us out of everything else. He's fine. He's fine funding somebody else to fight a war. Sure, and which, he's which, not fine with us being in the war. Hey, that's better than nothing. It's better than nothing. But essentially, that's what Biden's doing right now too. Though, think about it. Yeah. He's funding a proxy war with mm-hmm, Russia, mm-hmm. and the more I learn about this quote-unquote war, and I use that very loosely, because we've talked about this before in the show. This is bad people fighting bad people. Yeah. Okay, when I say this, we're not, you know, the, the knee-jerk Republican response is, well, you're just you're just pro-Russia. Okay, boomer. Let, let's calm down the yeah. anti-Soviets. We beat the Soviets. Mm-hmm. Ch- chill. <laughs> chill, okay? You, we beat the Soviets. You did the good thing. You stopped the Soviet Union, even though they would have stopped themselves because that's what communism always does. But it, it inevitably happened, right? We're not – it's not the same playbook and it's not the same situation. It's not. The more and more that I'm seeing about Russia, what's going on with Russia, I'm sitting there thinking, why do we hate them again? Why am I pissed off at them? I've got the merchant of death who got switched over. Did we talk about that last week? The exchange. Bear, I mean, if we did, it was barely. It, I don't care enough because it's a WNBA player. Did, have you ever seen a single game about WNBA? No. Neither have I, so I don't give a crap. Um, so I don't care if I'm, you know, the other thing that people are talking about, oh, it's a dude. I don't care. I don't yeah. care if Brittany Cranor's a dude. I don't care. But what's interesting is the guy who got swapped with Brittany Griner loves America more than Brittany Griner does. Yeah. Like praises America and laments that we've given our country over to the LGBTQ uh, did you see that interview? Yeah. He laments that we now, gave over a country to that. I keep going. Well, okay, so. <clears throat> and this is the guy that killed, had gave weapons that killed Americans, but yeah, keep going. Sorry. For sure. Um, <laughs> what we have to consider is that this is also, this is also a masterful propaganda effort on the, on behalf of, of this, um, very influential dude in Russia named yep. Alexander Dugin. Okay. Who um, he's 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 a traditionalist. Okay. But with a capital T. It, it you'll you'll read his book, and you'll be like, I agree with so much of this. Yeah. Because 
so much of it is, you know, I mean, traditions are good for mm-hmm. the most part. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of good, and you look back and you're like, we've lost so much. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to prevent that. Yep. But it also comes with a healthy dose of authoritarianism. Yes. And it comes with a healthy dose of um, inciting chaos in the world so that we can, so that to, 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 to bring about Armageddon. Yeah. And, um, you know, I mean, it, 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 yeah. And, and then, you know, the rise of the, 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 the motherland, you know, in, in, you know, it's, it's, it's not, but it's, 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 it's one part, you know, yeah, I'm with that. And then one, like two parts insanity. Well, it's, it's, it's pouring, um, uh, antifreeze into Mountain Dew. It's what it is, right? Like Mountain Dew, all oh, this tastes so good. Oh my gosh, why, why am I dying? <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, essentially, yeah. and that's the problem is you, the, the Russian people that I know, you know, previous, uh, <laughs> I had to do it. I had to throw some Russian in there, get us on the radar. So they're breaking down the doors. He's a Russian sympathizer. No, but there's, there's a lot of great things that even Putin says. Mm hmm. Of faith and all this stuff like that. Now, the problem is he's using that. Mm-hmm. He's using Christianity as he's a KGB psychopath that kills yeah. people. Okay. He's doing what the Bushes did. Yeah. So, but, but here's the problem. And I was telling this to my buddy the other day. What's the difference between them and us? For how long did we say Christian principles and then we drop bombs on a bunch of people? Yeah. Think about that. Because George Bush told you, told everybody, I'm born again. Watch me hit this drive, which is one of my favorite clips of George Bush, by the way. I actually love that clip. About, it's the only thing I like about that presidency. He was like, we must take care of these terrorists. Now watch me hit this drive. And he, cried, he crushes one right down the green. I'm like, there's nothing more American yeah, than that, 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 you know? Is, that's pretty and, and I, American. I am Mr. America, okay? Like, <laughs> I'm so... American that I don't like that they say America because it, <laughs> it, 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 it denigrates America. Yeah, but but the problem is we don't live in that America anymore. No, we it's don't. gone. It's it long gone. gone. It is gone. So There's some vestiges of it. Yeah, um, Florida. Yeah, which we're going to talk about. Parts next. of Texas. Parts, <laughs> only parts, sadly. But see, but the thing is, this Texas has lost its credibility to me. Uh, what what happened to the uh, national crisis at the border that Abbott um, talked about? When was the election again? A month ago? Yeah. How's that going? I don't know. Oh, we had the biggest border crossing in El Paso two days ago. Did you see that? Yeah, it was like biggest crossing in El Paso, like Texas. Single event. Which is amazing because El Paso. If you if have you been to El Paso? No. Like okay, so when you're driving through El Paso, the it's I four. Uh, is it I four? I-10. It's the northern part of Florida. So if you go I-10, you go across El Paso. When you're going there, you can see a huge fence between Texas and Mexico. Mm -hmm. So El Paso looks like this normal, nice American city. Juarez looks like what you would think of Juarez, Mexico. It's bad. But these people still crossed a huge border and a huge – like there's there's a huge wall there. Still crossed over. Nobody stopped them. Not a single person. Strange. But my point is, here's my point. Whatever happened to Abbott and uh, the national emergency well, at the border? Well, didn't win, so he yeah. didn't really have to follow through on that. Don't have to do that now that Kerry, they stole the election from Kerry Lake, which she's appealing. We'll yeah. see if that goes through. I, I doubt it because. Well, the know. Arizona 
the Supreme Court said they couldn't take the case. They couldn't. There could. There couldn't be a case until after it was certified. And now they're going to say, "Well, it's already certified." We exactly. Can't exactly. It's so, so it's a it's, it's yeah. a crock of Shiite, but that's another story. But well, not my, Sunni. Yeah, but no. I, I mean, before I get to Florida, I think Florida is the only vestige. Show me the other place in the country where people are doing what we do here. Dace talks a lot about Iowa. Who knows about Iowa? Who cares? But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, like rules. We don't have. We don't have the, the Iowa doesn't have the star power that DeSantis had, or the P O W E R. They don't have any power. Yeah, who, they're, who they're thinks not, of Iowa? Agreed. I mean, well, they don't have the population. To, true, true. You know. But but my thing, my thing Iowa, is, but Iowa's first. It's the first caucus, and it's the first in the. Uh, in the, in every the primary time, season, blah, blah, blah. Every time Dave says that, I'm like, who gives a rip? Yeah. Because here's the problem. You go win an Iowa caucus, and you never win the White House. Yeah. Ever. How did how, San, Santorum do? Yeah. How did uh, Bernie? I think Bernie won over there, too, right? Possibly. Bernie won. Um, I think one year uh, Huckabee won there, too. Huckabee's won there. Santorum. Yeah. Uh, Cruz won there. Mm-hmm. Yay! But that, that's my whole point. Is like you could be solid as a state, but what whoop de do, whoop de do, Susie Hugh? It doesn't matter. Okay, well, but what do, you, what do you mean it doesn't matter? Because we want them to be solid as a state. I do. I do. Like okay, yes, but, on the on the on the national stage, and possibly the world stage, Florida has more. Well, I'll give you an example. I'll give guns. you an example. I'll give you an example. The mobility would be defined as somebody that can move around quickly, correct? Yes. Okay. L- let's say that you are really mobile and all you do is run in a circle. Huh. whoop de doo You just ran in a circle. You, you don't really do anything, right? So my thing is, okay, but are you, you moving can, the needle? If, uh, and which I'll okay. talk about. Yes. I'll talk about like moving the needle, but that, but okay. M- but what I'm getting at is, yes. who is Florida busting? Definitely, Florida definitely has more potential to move the needle. Like here's my thing. If if push but comes to shove, Iowa is could be a place where you could live. Yes. And be protected. Yeah. Ish. Iowa, ten, Tennessee, relatively. Yeah. Uh, Texas, sorta. Parts of Texas. Parts yeah. of Texas. Parts of Idaho. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of anywhere else. So Kansas just you know voted to Maybe kill babies. Oklahoma. Yeah, Oklahoma's good because they're they're they're. You can't abort a kid in Oklahoma. Yeah. Can't do it. So, you know. But what my point is this is, yeah, yeah. and again, and, and, and I'm, out of all of those states, Florida's the one pushing the needle. Tennessee maybe has a little, like, Tennessee's, like, well, behind Florida going, yeah. But, but my thing is this. There's a difference between defense and offense. Mm-hmm. I was a very defensive, fortified place. Mm-hmm. Tennessee's a defensive, fortified place. Texas, in some places, are except for the border. Well, it used to be, but they made a concerted effort to. But we're not even about fortification. We're about all-on assault. We are coming for you. Mm-hmm. That is what. That's what I would say is more important in the conversation. But I'm gonna. No, no, no. no you're right. You're definitely right. Um, because it's like that's what we need. Yes, but it's it's like it's like evangelicals. We keep forgetting that. The gates of hell will not uh, – upon this rock I will build my kingdom and the gates of hell will not withstand it. The gates of hell, that's a defensive position for 
Satan in hell. We're supposed to be on the offense. We're supposed to be aggressing yeah. in the kingdom. We take that versus, okay, cool. We just lock ourselves in the box and nothing bad yeah. will happen. We, the, the gates of hell will not stand against it. Ooh. And then for some reason that translates in our heads to the, the, all the for, all the power and the might of hell will, will batter against our defensive position. Yeah. And, uh, and, 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 and not prevail. Yeah. But no, it's, they're, it's the opposite. In, they're in the defensive it's, position. Exactly. They're standing against the might of his church. But, but that's, that's, that goes to the pussification of America in general. Yeah. And that's what Satan's great at taste, taking a verse like that and convincing Karen in the pews that, oh, as long as you're really nice and you don't do bad things, bad things won't happen. No. Karen, you're supposed to be attacking. When somebody's not nice. Oh, jeez. You need to get really angry. I saw this meme. This is we're totally off topic, and I'm okay with it. I'm rolling with it. I saw this meme, and it was like, it was like the pearly gates, and oh, you know what? Hey, look, yep, you're a Christian, you're getting in, but you could have been a little bit nicer, not so much of a jerk. And and I'm like the person posting this. I'm like, I I immediately commented. I'm like, yeah, man, Paul, I wish you wouldn't have gotten kicked out of so many cities. I wish you'd have been a little bit nicer by your position. Nehemiah, I, I wish you wouldn't have struck the uh, <laughs> your brothers that were uh, shacking up with uh, you know Canaanite women. Uh, you know Elijah, I wish you wouldn't have mocked the uh, um, the uh, prophets of Baal. Elisha, why did you send those female bears? Why did you do that? Jesus, why did you call them white uh, whitewashed sepulchers and turnover tables? I was like, when when like that is the whole problem with America. We have such a castrated, neutered, <laughs> pussified view of the world in general, and this is why we suck at a lot of things. Because at the end of the day, like, if if Satan can do that to our Bible and and get us to realize, like, because here's the, here's the other verse that I always love is like, um, love your enemies. Now, when a, a a evangelical hears that, they don't translate that as "Hey, love my enemy." They translate it as, I shouldn't have any enemies. <laughs> Think about that. Yeah. Love your enemies means you have them. Yes. Just read, you have read them. some verses later or before that talk about how you will be persecuted. Yeah. That doesn't happen from friends. No. Not real friends. Nope. Frenemies, maybe. Frenemies, yeah. But, but then, you know, the, the, the bulk of that word is enemy. Yeah. The, the implication that Jesus is trying to get trying to smack you around with is you're going to be hated mm-hmm. for so, my sake. Yeah. So when we're pussified like that, we land in a place like Iowa and we're like, oh, we're the first caucus state. Really co- cool. Cool story, bro. You pushing the needle? No. Oh, cool. But before I get to Florida, back to Russia, um, all I want to say is this, and I'm just going to leave it at this. This is a stupid war completely, especially when NATO just admitted – well, Angela Merkel, who's the president of Germany, just admitted. Look this up for yourself. We won't spend a lot of time on this because I'd rather talk about Florida because we're just way better anyways, but it is another story. Um, The Minsk Accords that were established in 2014 between the Ukrainians and the Russians to stop the war at the time under – what president was the president in 2014? Donald Trump? Was it Donald Donald Trump? No. Barack Obama. Barack Obama. Oh, the cool black guy? I thought he was Irish. Oh. 
You're thinking of uh, what's his face, Be- Beto O'Rourke. Uh, oh yeah, that's right, that's right. Um, <laughs> Beto, which is not his name, but no, Obama. Yeah, during the Obama, you know, it's weird when Democrats are in power, so Russians do stuff. But anyways, that's another story for another time. But um, or globalists, I should say, because they they attacked Jordan under Bush too. But back to what I was saying, did they? Did the Russians attack during the Trump years? I can't remember. No. No, they sure didn't. It's really strange. But anyways, um, back to our boy Obama. So Merkel, who is the president of Germany, admitted that when NATO had that peace accord signed between Ukraine and Russia, it was just a delay tactic to get to give Ukraine enough time to prepare themselves to go back to war with Russia because we got to keep that military industrial complex going. And, and and here's what's here's undeniable to all the Trump haters of the world because here's the deal I'm. I'm still very – as the days progress since Trump's announced, I'm less and less and less and less mm-hmm. excited about Trump as president. Yeah. Straight up. It's going to literally take all of his Trumpian well, powers to get me to vote for him again, yeah. to be honest with you. And and uh, to that end, I would say don't count him out because you know that's been done before. And 100%. But, 100%. But I agree with you. And, and really I feel like the stance he should – what he should realize is that he did what he need he he accomplished what he set out to do. Mm-hmm. Actually, mm-hmm. it may not feel like it but because he you got robbed. Yep, but you did. Because look what you did. Yes, you, you 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 built a coalition of 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 voters who are right on with you. Mm-hmm. America first. Yep. Let's go. Yep, and you inspired people like Carrie Lake. And like Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSantis yep. who are now taking your mantle, the mantle, the banner, and they're running with it. That you don't need to be at the head anymore. You don't need to. In fact, you being at the head Hurts. diminishes the 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 rising stars that will that yep. can take it further than than you know take it further than you could. And because you were you're you are the spark, and they are the fire. Yep. And, and, and to that point, back to good old Trump. Why do they want him out so bad? When you fixate on the actual problem, which was fixing America in the first place, instead of feeding the military industrial complex, you don't have new wars being created. Not a single new war was created under Donald Trump. And people will say, "Well, Biden hasn't started any new wars." Well, he lost Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. And uh, if we need to rehash that, check out our other shows because it's pathetic and just watch people fall from planes, which was unbelievable. And then we left, what, trillions of dollars in weapons? I think it was billions, but it was still like $80 okay. billion. Billions, yeah, for, for goat herding, you know, nomads to take it and just whatever. But that's yeah. another or story. Or the Taliban. Taliban. Know, which immediately took over right after. Immediately. Done. Crazy. But, uh, you know, but what's interesting is this war started. And we funded this war, essentially. We are the ones funding this thing to the point where the Europeans are getting pissed at us because they're like, you keep funding this war, which is hurting us because Russia is our main source of energy and they're mm-hmm. conflicting with the Ukraine. But um, we keep feeding this military-industrial complex, and the reason why is all of these psychopaths always want to be in war. Angela Merkel always wants to be in war. Republicans and Democrats, who are all part of the globalist cabal, always want to be at war. Figure this out. When you bring somebody in who doesn't want to be at war all the time, like a Donald Trump, they lose their ever-living minds. And it doesn't matter whether you're Republican or Democrat. You have to wake up to this and understand 
all these psychopaths do is they think you're cattle and you're just chess pieces and you're pawns to go die and fight in their wars, which is stupid. Just to fund their buddies in the military industrial complex. So my whole point is this. When I found out that NATO did a sham uh, peace accord with Russia just to empower Ukraine to fight them a couple years later, it makes me question a lot of things. Like most of you should be questioning because at this point I, I'm looking at people – and I'm just sitting there like, why do you still believe anything that's coming out of anyone's mouth in the West? Yeah. Why do you believe them? But then you have people that are like, well, don't mess with Texas. And Texas is getting messed with right now all the time. All the time. Which transitions into what we really want to talk about is that still small force, the great state of Florida. Mm. <laughs> the appendage of America <laughs> yes. that just keeps bringing it. So we have all these defensive places. We talk about Iowa and Texas that are like, well, we'll just be really nice and everything will work out. That's not how it works. Evil is always seeking to devour and destroy. Evil respects power. Evil respects strength. Sin is crouching at your door. But you must master it. Yeah, 100%. The gates of hell will not prevail, which means we should be pressing against it. Yeah. Now, thank God, God has put a person like Juan DeSantis in power here in the great state of Florida, yeah. where our elections actually work now. They happen like we know what it happens an hour after the the polls close. We know what's happening in our state. We have a governor that didn't want to take away our freedoms. We have a governor that doesn't want our kids being sexualized by the rainbow jihad. Okay, and the state got more rud than it ever did in a very diverse state because guess what? The the the, the what's the Number one charge, you're all racist people, which is interesting because there's 21 million of us here in this state, and we're not all white. <laughs> it's so no. strange. We have a very diverse population, mm -hmm. very Latin, very Hispanic, Boricuas, Cubanos, Venezuelans, which, yeah, we talked about it on the show before, but it's funny how quickly uh, they rejected the visas of Venezuelans coming to Florida because mm. Venezuelans are fleeing the crap that they're trying to push right now, but it's another story. But our governor, who, you know, I hope is president one day. I mean, I, I fight the urge because I keep hearing people like, I want, I want, I want DeSantis to finish his term so that we're good here in Florida. I'm starting to back off of that a lot. I really do want him to run for president because even if he doesn't, he's still, he's, if he doesn't win, he's a governor for two more years. You know what I mean? We can get the next person going. Well, what if what if he's the president of the new United States of America that has? Well, that would be better and ideal because yeah. I'm listen. I'm against divorce in marriages, but I'm all for it in nations. Let me repeat that. I'm all for it in nations. I think that when Israel goes astray, it's okay to be Judah. <laughs> Just being straight up, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I'm okay with it. Now people will be like, well, you know, if you if you divide, you'll fall. Okay. Uh, the, the, We're it, divided already. And, and we've said this before That's on the show. The thing. We've said that how many times have we said, what do we have in common with California? Nothing. What, name a principle yeah. that I have in we're, common with a Californian. We're right divided now. and pretending that we're still united, yeah. which is a far more precarious situation than actually being divided and then united with our smaller force. Why is mommy and daddy not sleeping in the same bed anymore? Yeah. That's literally where we are right now. Yep. We're, we're, literally. California's been out there creeping. They, they've been humping all these uh, socialist bullcrap out there, the rainbow jihad. I'm not going to sleep with you anymore. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> You're sleeping in a different bed. And that's what Florida essentially has said to the rest of the country. 
And I know it's hard for you guys to believe that in wherever you are, middle Midwest, but none of you have the balls to say, piss off. We're going to go our own way. We're making steps in Florida to do that. And, and not saying that we, you know, again, we don't need a violent confrontation, but maybe we need to break off like their section of, of Spain, like what Monaco is like a, its own independent country there in France. Maybe we should be in our own little independent spot. Mm-hmm. We can still use the euro. We can still use your currency. That's fine. Cool. I just don't want jump to Bitcoin. Actually, dude, uh, we'll talk about that later. But, uh, <laughs> I'm I'm believing less and less, in, but I I get what you're saying. But don't be- yeah, don't believe in cryptocurrency. But believe in Bitcoin. Bitcoin's different. But anyways, uh, what I was to say was um, Florida. I- I'm okay with us breaking up. I want to break up. I'm tired. I'm tired of hearing anything from Nancy Pelosi. I'm tired of hearing anything from Mitch yeah. McConnell. I don't trust Kentuckians. You keep voting for Mitch McConnell. I don't trust San Francisco people. Dummies. Dumb. Dummies. Yeah. I, yeah. But what my point is this. At what point are you going to actually fight back for your country? My governor's actually doing that. You know how he's doing that? He's taking it to the big golden sacred calf that you guys have made for yourself in Big Pharma. And he's actually going to prosecute. He's going to. What it, he said he was going to create a grand jury. And he's requesting from the Florida Supreme Court to create a grand jury to investigate. Yep. And then he took another step of. Um, oh, what's the name? It's, it was tackling the same problem from a different perspective. Well, misinformation. He was going to go. He was going to sue Big Pharma for. Uh, misinformation, misrepresentation Something of the vaccine. Like it was some. It was some other route that yeah. if the Supreme Court didn't, he'll still do approve it. Approve a grand jury. He has another avenue by which to, you know, to attack. I think he's being nice and allowing the Supreme Court to show their face of uh, Supreme Court of Florida to be like, you can either get on board or I'm still going to do it. Yeah. Because here's what's funny, and this is why a lot of you have shriveled up, and you know you've shown yourself as. Soft little she-male, she-men that are out there, whatever. Um, the Democrats do this to us all the time. All the time. Yeah. They use power to push their stupidity. Mm-hmm. Why have we not used power the other way? Why can't we do that? Because that's not nice and not deplo- – piss on that. Piss I, on that. Go ahead. I – I um, there is definitely – okay. You, you're right. It's not nice. That's probably the bulk of the reason. Yeah. There also is, as conservatives who believe in limited government, the um, the fear of consolidate of the consolidation of power. Sure. You know, uh, and rightly so. Sure. Rightly so. I think we we're, we're beyond that. But, We're but spoiler, that point. it's already happening. Well, yeah, yeah. We're beyond the point where that's the consideration. Yeah. They've already consolidated power. Globalist Republicans, globalist Democrats are on the same page every exactly. single step of the way. Exactly. We're not fighting that battle right now. No. We're fighting a we're fighting we're fighting the battle for sanity. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. We're, Look, we're guys, we got pushed. We'll get to the point where we can, you know, relinquish power back to the people. Yep. After this battle, sure. this, that battle is 
long gone. Yep. You know? Yep. And we're fighting to get back to where we can have that battle. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're already in the city gates. Yeah. It, 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 you, you can't build a wall when your enemy's still in the gates. Yeah. And, and that's essentially what people want to do. Now we need to take up nice? arms and fight in the streets. No crap. It's time to, it's time to fight. And it doesn't mean that you have to shoot bullets, but guess what? You can use the law that we all abide by to push back on, you know, Big Pharma that told us how effective this experimental drug that had never been tested was on us. And now people are just dropping suddenly and dying. <laughs> Strange. Mm-hmm. But, Weird. They, but they're and – and then they magically get immunity from – We can't from, sue them. From, from any kind of uh, – yeah. They, they can sue each other. Now, sure. Big Pharma can sue each other, but we can't sue them? Bullcrap. 100%. And that's why DeSantis is doing what he's doing. Because here's the deal. If the federal government won't help us, then guess what? <laughs> Listen, if you won't step up and do your duty, guess what? We're going to step in and do what we need to for our citizens here in the state of Florida. That's what we've always done. When Donald Trump was encouraging us to stay locked down, DeSantis did the opposite. When Fauci was flip-flopping and still telling everybody to lock down, we did the opposite. Who ended up being right in that exchange? Trump and Fauci or DeSantis? DeSantis. Ah, strange. 100%. So weird. I don't want to live anywhere but Florida right now. Uh, well, I hate Florida's weather. I hate Florida's <laughs> landscape. All right? But I ain't moving anywhere. And not just because I need to be close to my brother here so that we can do this <laughs> podcast. But because there ain't no place like Florida no. in all of the United States. No. Which is the conversation we had earlier. Yep. I mean, Iowa's nice. Tennessee's beautiful. Parts of Texas are pretty good. But I don't trust them. Because here's the thing. You want proof? Look at Georgia right now. I want to be where the head of the spear is. Mm-hmm. DeSantis is the head of that spear. Florida is the tip of the spear. Yep. Hey, do you remember when Georgia was red? Yeah. Two senators now that are Democrats. Yeah. One that's a pastor that's cool with killing babies. And, Encourages and, and all kinds of other evil. Yeah. So, yeah, but we have a Republican governor. Okay. Barely. Barely. You have a rhino. Sort of conservative. Kent. Was it Kent is his name, right? Kemp. 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 Yeah, it's irrelevant. He's, barely he's not beat Stacey Abrams. Barely beat Stacey Abrams. A serial liar. Yeah. And, like, and just all around Awful terrible human, human being. On numerous levels. And, and probably... To be honest, probably only a loss because she's not all that attractive. Yeah. To, to be yeah. brutally honest. 100%. It was close enough that had she been you know, physically attractive, AOC, yeah. she would have yeah. stomped the floor with them. Yep. Because good old red Georgia is gone, guys. It's gone. And you're going to let it be gone. Iowa, Iowa eventually will, will let that happen. Tennessee will eventually let that happen. We're the only state going the other direction. We're not going to let that crap happen because at the end of the day, we're the tip of the spear. And, and it's not us gloating. It's because God has divinely allowed us to be in that position, period. It's, it's really simple. Praise God. And, and the other thing, too, is this. There's Doug Wilson talks about this all the time. Sometimes it looks like retreat, but it's just strategic moving, right? Mm-hmm. There's strategic like, retreat is a thing. Yeah. Like if I'm in New York – and I strategically retreated, retreated to Florida and made it redder. That was a wise move. Think yes. about that. Yeah. If, if I'm in 
crappy Georgia and I strategically retreat to Florida, there's a reason why. And you know what? All you Democrats out there living in Florida. Stuff, Move. Just go. Well, no. Strategically retreat to New York and California. In California and make yeah. them bluer. Make them bluer. Yeah, make sure. them bluer. I mean, it's 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 this is wise strategy. Yeah, but the taxes are so much nicer here. Mm. And the beaches. Well, okay. If, <laughs> if that's what you believe... Then I want you to ta- I want you to take a long, hard month and ask yourself why no. you complete and utter buffoon. I don't know. But here's exactly. I don't know. Exactly. But yeah, I mean. But he, trans rights. Trans rights. And I got to groom a kid. Um, no, but straight up, like, we strategically retreated, and that's why Florida is doing what it's doing right now. Okay. And the thing is this. I'm not saying that DeSantis is, like, completely whole hog with us. I, I still question his pro-life credentials, but he's made steps in the right direction, if that makes sense. So. Yeah, yeah. And I said that on this podcast, I got pissed off at him when he went down with the whole lockdown things. I said that numerous times on this podcast and on my Instagram, how pissed off I was at DeSantis that he would let us lock down for this stupidity. But he heard enough rumbling because there was enough of us in the state of Florida saying, piss off. We're going to the beach. We're doing normal stuff that he strategically did what he needed to do to do the right thing. I mean, now I hope that changes convictions. Think about this. Look at God. Yep. Won't he do it? Mm-hmm. All right. For at least a decade now, Florida man has been the laughing stock of the nation. And they're still And that's there. really just a you know, yeah, they are. But that's really just a a a, conse- a a a consequence of how the press has to operate in the state of Florida, yep. so as not to, you know, um, unlawfully release people's identities yeah. and stuff like that. So yeah. they refer to them as Florida as man. Florida man does such and such yes. and such. Yes, but there's some crazy crap that goes down in Florida. Yeah, Florida man, but that Florida man spirit mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> is the spirit that said. I don't care if we're locked down. I got to get to the beach. 100%. That's 100%. Florida man. Florida man says. God used the Florida man spirit to to open the eyes of a governor and and then and to, coupled with actual data yeah. to reopen the state and launch this whole Unpre- I mean, the, Florida was not like this. I mean, DeSantis barely won. Yep. Against a, a meth-addicted <laughs> homosexual um, who enjoys, you know, uh, uh, prostitutes. Andrew Gillum. Yeah, keep going. Yeah. I mean, he barely won. Mm-hmm. This is this is God. 100%. 100%. You know? And, and God uses and he used to use Florida man spirit. And he used tr- the wild man Trump. Yep, to spark a fire that is to spark the fire that is Ron DeSantis. 
and we won't go back. No, I don't. That's hell no. But I, I don't. That's the thing. The people that are here now, it, it is hilarious. It's like people won't go back. Like we've tasted the blood. Mm-hmm. Like what? We're like, wait a minute. I, I don't want to run. We are as a in president. the position that the liberals, that the left was in when Obama did yes. what he was doing. Hundred percent. I love the taste of it. Mm-hmm. I want more. Hundred percent. And we're scaring off the people. We should be scaring off the Democrats that live here, but yes. it's another story. And that's why. Side. That's why and, and you and I are. You know, we are like divorce. Yeah. Because now that both sides have tasted blood. Yes. Divorce is the only way we get out of this peaceably, well, and I don't want it, to go to war. And, and, and here's the thing: I want to. I want to continue. And, I, and I, I, I'm going to give Doug Wilson props for this type of thought. And I didn't think about this until right now as you're talking. And I appreciate you for saying what you said. We're in a war, okay? The only way you win a war is you pursue the enemy and destroy them, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, Stonewall Jackson. Uh, one of my favorite Stonewall Jackson quotes, I put it in my book, my first book I wrote. I was like, um, they asked Stonewall Jackson. What is the name of that book? Uh, Defiant by Definition. And that can be found on Amazon. Amazon.com. Amazon. Okay. Amazon. And you can find it on my Substack pretty soon. I will be releasing it on my Substack for all you freeloaders. So it's not a all you freeloaders. <laughs> no, but uh, Stonewall Jackson was asked, you know, why he was so successful in war. Like, what do you do when presented with the enemy? Stonewall leans in. Now, he's a Confederate you know, general, so people were pissed off about that, whatever. He used to have a name road, uh, a road named after him in Orlando. Hmm. So it was Stonewall Jackson Elementary and Stonewall Jackson uh, – Road. They changed it to um, Lawton Childs. No, 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 no. <laughs> they changed it to uh, who's that famous baseball player, Puerto Rican baseball player for the Pirates? Um, it's going to drive me insane. Uh, Roberto Clemente. Oh, Roberto okay, Clemente. Yeah. Brolevard. And at first, I was like, uh, okay, I see why. You probably should be naming stuff after Confederate generals. But he was a famous general. And they asked him, "What do you do when presented with the enemy?" And Stonewall leaned in and said, "You kill them." And that was it. Yeah, you kill them. So when I'm reading Doug, I'm listening to Douglas Wilson's book, Rules for Reformers. One of the principal ideas that the Bible even talks about is pursuit. You, it's not so much just to win the war; it's to obliterate what's in front of you and finish it off. Okay. For example, um, when Saul was told to completely desolate and destroy these people. Now all the woke Karens in the pew, pew's like, oh, that's so mean and blah, 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 blah. These have people have Nephilim blood. They are part of that giant class that God wanted to wipe out, but that's another story for another time that you're not ready for. But he was supposed to wipe out everybody, and he didn't. He left the – didn't he – he left a um, – he left the king alive, I believe, from that, uh, that altercation. And uh, Samuel comes in and is like, why didn't you kill him, Saul? Well, you know, he's my boy and blah, blah, blah. Samuel takes out a sword and cut and hacks him to death and just kills him. Because you, the thing is this is it's not about killing or murdering, but it's about pursuit. Once you have these people on the run, you don't let up. You, you go until they're destroyed or they will keep showing back up. Joshua does a phenomenal job of clearing out the promised land. But guess what? Nephilim still four cities that he does not destroy. Four cities doesn't destroy. He dies before he probably would have done. One anything. of them being uh, a city called Gath. You might not realize this, but there was a famous character that came from Gath. G- uh, G- G- Gondola is his name. No, Gondola. G- uh, Gamora. G- Gorgonzola. Gorg- <laughs> Gorgonzola. Uh, no, no, it's a oh, Goliath. Goliath. Yeah. Goliath of Gath. 
Because here's the thing, guys. If you don't pursue your enemy and completely destroy them, they will come back. And at the end of the day... And what you have to understand is that the Nephilim were an unprecedented evil. Abomination. Should have been here. They were never meant to be. No. Those were angels acting outside of the the law of God. I, I always think when people make that argument, I'm like... What would you do if there was 10-foot human beings – well, not human beings, but 10-foot monsters still roaming the earth right now? What would you do? 10-foot monsters that were cannibals. That want to kill you. That destroy – yeah, wanted to kill you, enslave you, um, force you to worship them. uh, uh, It it consumed all the natural resources around them, including your flesh. Yeah, strange. But that's just mean – I just want to fortify my walls, man. Anyways. <laughs> but no, my point is you got to pursue. You have to finish the job. You have to pursue. When David was fleeing Absalom, he literally gets bad advice not to pursue and destroy David. And he doesn't do it. And guess what happens to Absalom? So something about the trees yeah. came alive and took him. Anyways, that's another story for another one. You, you know about that one, right? I know his hair got caught in the trees. His hair got caught in the trees. But that's a – anyways, I'll, I'll leave that one alone for now too. But my point is this. You're talking to ants, my friend? Shh, stop. That, that would be – I've read that passage so many times. Mood? Bro, every time I read that, I think that though. Interesting. Every time I read that because it's it talks it's about – worth a revisit. Let's go. It talks about the forest coming against them. The forest came against them. Mm. What does that mean? Mm. And people would like brush over that verse every single time, and I'm like, "What does that verse mean?" Oh, there was people in the for- that didn't say people it said forests. So I'm like, "Is it like Narnia and like animals and the trees are coming out?" Anyways, that's a, that's way too far down the rabbit hole right now. But my point is this: pursue your enemy and destroy them because if you don't, that they're sounds, coming back. If that sounds far fetched, though, just on a quick side note. Is any of what he just said beyond the capabilities of Almighty God? The answer is no, or you don't know who God is. But my God isn't that big. Uh-huh. I, I always that's your problem. I, I, listen, I, that's not me. I'm just busting balls. Yeah. But you got to pursue and destroy. So we're in Florida right now. We have a strategic advantage. And it's not about just having the advantage. It's about winning the war. And what does that look like? The war looks like don't ever mess with us, actual Florida. The, the phrase should be don't mess with Florida. Don't, it's not, it shouldn't be don't mess with Texas. It should be to the point where, you know what? It's cool. We, we can be a part of the United States, but we're our own governing body. I think that should be the end goal for Florida. I think that we should literally be um, our own independent kind of state. It's like uh, when Ireland and the U.K. were fighting over you know territory, right? Ireland's its own independent country now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's part of Ireland that's still part of the UK. It's Northern Ireland. But at some point, we we, we got to win the war. Mm-hmm. And we got to have our own independence because if we stay down this way, we're going to be subject to any of the curses that come along with the United States. And right now, the United States is not a part of a lot of good things. We're, we're funding proxy wars as we speak. We're still, even though we've overturned Roe Ro versus Wade, those blue states that are still facilitated by us with our federal tax dollars are killing babies as we speak. Mm-hmm. There's so many things that we are doing that is nefarious and disgusting and evil. Florida shouldn't have its name on it at all. We shouldn't have a part of that. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, you got IRS agents that are about to come after you for 600 bucks on your, your Zelle or whatever the heck it mm-hmm. is when 
the government just lost how much money? Did, did you see how much money the government couldn't figure 2. out? Two point two trillion. Trillion. Two point two. That the Department of Defense can't can't figure out where it went. Mm. Well, at least this time it's they didn't black budgets. Well, at least this time they didn't blow up the Pentagon on nine eleven. But that's another story for another time. <laughs> <laughs> to hide it, Rumsfeld, we're looking at you. Nobody forgets, and I won't for sure. But my point is this: like, we have a psychopathic federal government. I don't think the federal government has any business of Florida. We don't need them. No. And this is one step of pursuit that I love from Ron DeSantis. If you won't defend the border, if you won't defend our people, if you won't defend us from these psychopaths at Big Pharma, we'll do it. Mm-hmm. We'll step up and do it. And it makes the federal government look stupid. Why do you think they went after Carrie Lake so hard? I think Carrie Lake literally would have said. She would have done exactly the same. She would have been like, hey, this is a state of emergency. We're locking down our border. We're locking down our border. Oh, also uh, – I mean, we're going hard on the paint yeah. uh, to figure out what happened with the election in yep. 2000, what happened in this election. Yep. You know, we're fixing elections in Arizona. That's why they fixed her election. Think yeah. about it. That's why the voting machines magically went down the moment For the polls opened like up. half the day <laughs> in the largest county this is stupid. in Arizona. But but this is this is the – but here's the thing. And the, the – it gets worse. The opponent that Carrie Lake is running against is the supervisor of elections <laughs> in Arizona. But she's above board, man. Yeah. But this is called pursuit. We have That's we've awesome. won historic victories here. We had the red wave in Florida. I'm sorry you didn't experience anywhere else. We had it here. Mm-hmm. We cannot sit back. This is we have to attack the gates of hell. We have to it's look pursuit. at all of our senators and representatives that are in Congress as ambassadors to a foreign power. Yep. Yeah, yeah. The, we are we, we are our own country. Now, here's here's whether the, or not we're a part of the United States. It, and here here's the practical thing. Step one is talk about stuff like this. Yeah. How many times do we talk about national Floridians divorce? first? Floridians first. I don't tell people I'm an American anymore. I say I'm a Floridian. Literally, like when I get out of the country this year, when I go to Spain, and hopefully I get to go to Ireland. Fingers crossed. I'm going to tell people, oh, I'm a Floridian. Yeah. Oh, you're an American? I'm a Floridian. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to tell people straight up, like, I'm from Florida. I, I don't know what the rest of the country does, but this is what we do here. And, and if you look back in history, this is the way our founding fathers behaved. Yeah. Yep. It wasn't until, like, your Wilsons and, and the progressive era that you were an American first and, and your state fifth. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, it was – everybody was – you know, uh, you were a Georgian and a Virginian and a New Yorker. Listen, and a, why do you think college football is so passionate in America? Because that was the outlet, right? Yeah. It's like we're from Ohio. We're going to go play those bastards up north and we're going to go kick their face in. That's what it was. Like Georgia, Florida is a big deal because I want to be Georgia's face in. You know what I mean? I'm not a Gator, but it is what it is. But like those interstate rivalries, mm-hmm. that's cool. Yeah. Because that was that, that that was your passion. You were passionate about being a Floridian, you know. Like uh, growing up, I would go to summer camps, you know, um, in New York, and there'd be kids from all over the country. And I'd be like, "Hey, where are you from?" They wouldn't say, "Oh, America." They wouldn't even say a city. They'd be like, "Oh, I'm from Georgia. Oh, I'm from Indiana. Oh, I'm from Ohio. Oh, I'm from." There's a massive diff- there, there's something to be said, and 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 at my first practical step is. Act like you're from your state. Just mm-hmm. Act like it. For a long time, I was an Ohioan. 
I had an insane pride in Ohio. I have no clue why. Forgive me. <laughs> but I would always say the great state of Ohio. I say that now with Florida. I'm, I'm from the great state of Florida. I'm a Floridian, 100%. When Matt bitches about uh, Florida, I'm just kidding. I love you, man. When he complains about Florida, I look at him in the face. I'm like, there's no other place that's better than this. I try to convince him of that. You know what yeah. I mean? Even though it's hot and sandy and there's gators. I don't mind the gators. <laughs> I don't mind the wildlife. It's the it's the flatness. <laughs> and there's something about the vegetation here. It's they're not, The forests aren't beautiful. Well, no. It's a swamp, bro. Yeah. Embrace the swamp. Yeah. No. Nah. Uh, but I found a little oasis in a place <laughs> in a beautiful, magical city called Claremont. It is pretty. There's hills. They're not mountains. But it's close enough. Yeah. The sand, the the, the, the soil is red clay. <laughs> the forests aren't filled with sawgrass. They, <laughs> they they actually like look like forests that it's you true. would see in like Tennessee or whatever. You got wild a, and the people are so freaking nice. <laughs> We're nice here in Orlando too, bro. Orlando's pretty pretty cool. We're the house of mouse. Florida, Florida all over is, is, nice. is relatively pretty yeah. all right. Yeah, you know, there's the, always the places. You know, Miami has its own unique things. Yeah, Florida has its own, you know, or Orlando has its own unique thing. You know, these are bigger cities, yeah. and bigger cities is where crazies tend to, you know, uh, be born. We're really, all crazy. We're all crazy, yeah. true. <laughs> but overall, Florida's nice, 100%. and Claremont is pretty dang nice. Yeah, but in terms of the people, we're here in Florida. We're, we have pride in Florida. That's a practical thing to bit, bust up the zeitgeist here because what is the what is the whole point of of Satan, of evil? They want a one-world government. They want a literal one-world government where everybody's under the same thing, under everybody's in a one-world religion. Step one. Population's reduced by quite a bit. Yeah. And hybridized and transhumanized. Yeah. I mean, step one is – I mean, for me, step one, get right with Christ. That's number one, right? Like, get right with yeah. Christ. Step two. P- repent and believe. Yeah, step two. Stop being Peter Pan. Get married to a woman and start pumping out babies, okay? Love that woman like Christ loves the church. Pump out a bunch of families and load up. And I saw this sticker at school today, and I loved it. And it, and it had all these arrows mm-hmm. on the back of the car. You've probably seen this before. Training well, there's arrows. a lot of people getting arrow tattoos. A lot of fathers and parents getting arrow tattoos I, on their arms. I'm thinking about doing that, too. Yeah. Train up arrows. Yep. I'm training arrows like the Bible says. The Bible says you're training up children. You're training them. And it's funny. They describe them as an instrument of war, an arrow. I'm training arrows. That's that's what we're doing inside of a local church, right? So once you've got your family rocking, get into a great church and love Jesus and follow Jesus and get involved, volunteer, and spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's step three. Step four, be an actual citizen of your city. And what I mean by that is it doesn't mean you have to agree with everything that's going on in your city. I live in Orlando. It's a blue city still. Barely. It's holding on. It's on life support, blue city. But there's a push hard for moderation. There's a lot of moderates in this city now. It's getting harder and harder to be blue <laughs> in the city of Orlando. And rightly so. Which is good. And we're pushing back and pushing against it, right? But then on the bigger, the, the macro, the macro isn't United States. The macro is your state. What are you doing in your state? 
Oh, is your state pushing against it? My state is right now. We're pushing against big pharma. We're pushing against the misinformation that's been around these jabs. We're pushing against all the stupid lockdowns and all the dumb things that happen. And we're actually going to prosecute and punish some people and make them pay. People may not go to jail. Let's get real. People may not go to jail for this. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. Yeah. I would love for Fauci to go to jail. I'd love that. For I would sure. love the big pharma CEOs. It's not going to happen. But if they're afraid, if we hit their wallet big enough, mm-hmm. they're not going to try their stuff for a while. They'll, they'll try it again because they're evil and evil continues to do what evil does. But evil, it's harder for evil to do what evil does when it's getting punched in the mouth. Mm-hmm. Just straight up. But if you're just holding your arms up in a defensive stance all the it's time. just like Mike Tyson said. No. Everybody has their plans until they get hit in the mouth. Until you get hit in the mouth. Pursue and destroy this enemy. Yes. Keep attacking this enemy. Don't relent. Keep yes. fighting. Keep putting the pressure on it. Yes. And, and the, 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 the enemy – here's the enemy, guys. The enemy is a couple things. The enemy is Satan. I will say that. We actually believe in Satan on this podcast. We believe in the devil, Lucifer. Whatever you want to call it, we believe that there are evil entities in this world, evil demonic beings that literally want to do the opposite of whatever God wants to. We believe in that. We also believe in sin. We believe that we're flesh, and we battle that stuff every single day. I know I do. Matt's, Matt's better than me. but it, it, Not true. <laughs> I always tell Charity, I was like, you got to pray today because God ain't listening to me today. <laughs> but – Straight up, like, we believe that we're in a fallen nature. We're in a fallen world because of the sin that we chose to. We we walked hand in hand with these demonic satanic forces. And these demonic and satanic forces combined with the flesh is giving us this new world order that they're trying to push in front of you. It's not a conspiracy theory anymore, guys. They're openly saying it. It's just you've been dulled down and stupefied so much. You believe it's still a conspiracy theory when they're telling you that they're asking if you're ready for the new world order. And the New World Order is a one-world government. Why is that bad? It's really simple. Do you want people in Brussels to tell you how to live your life? What does a person in Paris know about Florida? Nothing. Or Orlando? What, what does a person in Florida know about living in Paris? No, I can't tell. I cannot tell a, a frog what they need to do with their life. I can't. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't tell Canucks what to do or Ruskies. I can't tell you. I don't want to tell Miami what to do. No. I don't, ca- I don't care. I don't even want to tell freaking Sanford what to do. I don't care what they do. I don't want anybody that's not from here telling me how I should allocate my life, how I should spend my money, how I should cut my grass, how I should teach my children. And that's what Satan always does. Satan always wants control, always wants power. That's the whole situation. That is why God busted up the Tower Dominion. of Babel. Huh? Dominion. Dominion. Right? 100%. God told us what? <laughs> Be fruitful and multiply and go take over this world. You know what I mean? Which is the opposite of the climate change bullcrap. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Climate change is, oh, we worship Mother Gaia. No, we worship God who told us to subjugate this planet for humanity. That's what God told us to do. Climate change is the opposite of that. You are submitting to the earth versus the earth submitting to you. It's the opposite order of what God says. If you want to know, if something's demonic or satanic, see if it matches up with the Bible and lines up with God's purpose. If it doesn't, it's satanic. And I've talked about this with you. I don't know if we talked about it on the, on the podcast, but it is counter logical to their own philosophies. Hundred percent. But we can get into that later. There, but there's no, there's no, there's no logic to any of their philosophies. No, there isn't. It makes no sense. Like, oh, let's kill all of our babies. 
So you don't want a generation after you? Well, no. Everybody be gay. <laughs> if you took 100 gay guys and put them on an island, what, how, how many generations will they last? Um, one. They're yeah. on. They're on. That's it. It's death. Hey, what's the, uh, what's the suicide rate of transgender people? It's 40%. 40%. Everything that they choose. It's very important to do. that we affirm our kids into the trans lifestyle. <laughs> so they're forty percent more likely to kill themselves. Exactly. Like everything that they do is about death. The reason why we're against these jabs, we've always been against these jabs, are the same people that said I'll give you an example. Bill Gates, I don't know, did you see the um documentary um Died Suddenly yet? Not yet, no. Okay. Watch it if you've not seen it, it's on Rumble, it's for free on Rumble. Google died suddenly, or not Google, go to Rumble, <laughs> they won't show it on Google, go to Rumble, type in died suddenly documentary, and watch it. And you will watch Bill Gates say, there's too many people on the planet. Now, if we do all the right things and educate people and get uh, the climate change under control and vaccinate enough people, we'll get those numbers down. Let me repeat that. If we do all the right things, educate people the right play- way, um, uh, what was the other thing? Climate change. Do, do all the climate change stuff and vaccinate enough people. We'll get those numbers down. How do you reduce a population? You kill it. Yeah. Or sterilize it. Sterilize it or kill it. Which is interesting because this vaccine seems to do both of those things. Ooh. It sterilizes and it kills people. Guess who pushed back against the vaccine the most in the world? Africa. Yeah. You know why? Because they've done this to Africans over and over and over again with all the vaccines they push over there. They try to sterilize people and kill Africans. That's why they push so hard against COVID. Have you noticed that Africa doesn't have a COVID problem? What? I, I said that to a normie, and it, it like couldn't handle it. Couldn't well, handle they, it. They, they pulled the. Uh, they, they just went into the Matrix bullet time. What was avoiding it, the, uh, the? I was like, hey, did you ever notice that idea? Africa doesn't have a? Sorry, man. The uh, the controllers didn't want you to hear this next fact. You notice that Africa doesn't have a COVID problem. Only forty percent of their population got vaccinated, and they don't have a COVID problem. That's weird. And I said it to a normie two weeks ago, and you would have. It, it was like looking at a deer with its headlight, like a deer in the headlights. Like, oh, I'm about to get hit with something. Mm-hmm. I don't want to think about this. Yeah. Because I got jabbed, and I don't want to think about this. And it's it's the only place they had problem with COVID was South Africa, which is very Western, and they pushed hard for vaccines. And they got vaccinated a lot in South Africa, and they have a COVID problem, which is very interesting. But none of the other countries do because Africa has been subject to testing all the time because we don't really value, you know, let's get real. Most of the the African continent is not viewed highly, just not. They're They're just chattel, you know, for the global elites. It's just a fact. So, so the only, I mean, what's the group? What's the only group really doing anything to help the African people? Hmm. Big corporations—they go steal the materials out of the. Oh, China's—they're all the time stealing stuff, all their materials and stuff like that. So, yeah, but that doesn't really help the African people. Yeah, but that's not the point. You know, they're just useful bodies. Well, until we try to murder them with our COVID shot, but that's another yeah, story for another yeah. time. But my point is this, like, it's well, interesting. I was going to say the answer to that question is the, the Christian church. Yeah, <laughs> true. That's true. Yeah, it's true. Vody, 
invite us to uh, Zambia. <laughs> <laughs> I would go to Zambia so bad to see Vodibaka. That'd be cool. But uh, my point is this, like, pay attention. Just, like, practical step number two. Like, we're the tip of the spear. And, and start small. Small is get right with God. Follow Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Turn from your sin. Repent from your sin. Trust that Jesus Christ is Lord. Believe in Jesus, and you will be saved. Teach that to your wife and your kids. Or marry a wife that already knows that. that that's a big help, right? Teach that to your children. Make little arrows. Get involved in your local church. Teach and spread the word of Jesus Christ in where you can hate, where, where you're at. You attack that in the small levels. If enough of us do that, do you think a city changes, a county changes, a region changes, a state changes, and piss on the big picture? I'm over the big picture. I wrote about it on my Strong One Substack the other day. You know what I mean? Screw big. Big is not – going big or going home is not going to get the job done. Go ahead. Our big pictures aren't big enough. That's the real problem is we're not not taking into account – the biggest force in all the universe. Yep. The one who created it. It I would so, argue. Go ahead. Like all the things that you're talking about doing is advancing the kingdom of God. Do you think God's not going to be in the midst of that? 100%. Advancing his kingdom? 100%. That's how this is how it works. Well, that's he's already doing it. He's doing it. Yep. Come be a part of it and see how the fire spreads. Yep. Other thing too is Talk about these things like we're doing on the podcast. We, we, we do this podcast for a couple of reasons. One, I just like hanging out with Matt. It's fun. He gets to come to my house, work out, pump some iron. But the reality is this, man, like talking about this is important. If one person gets this idea, this whole – gets this entire concept, the podcast is worth it to me. You know what I mean? Obviously, we want to make this bigger. We want to do some big things, blah, blah, blah. But for me, it's about impact. How can I impact in this moment right here, right now? Talk about these things. Be bold about what's going if on. It, share our podcast. Yeah. Wanna, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you if if, if you, you don't want to say if it, if you don't want to say it, we we're saying it. I'll be the I'll be the credulous rube that you need to say yeah. these things. But no, I mean, straight up, like talk about these things. Are you tell? Are you <laughs> listen? Like, uh, I'm I'm not going to steal my final thought, but like, are you talking about these things before they happen? We knew this stuff was going to happen. We talked about it on the podcast. Are you talking about those things, or are you afraid to say those things? Are you afraid to say that, hey, you know what? Black Lives Matter is against the nuclear family that's run by lesbian Marxists. It's probably not a godly movement, and then shocker, it ends up not being that way. We said numerous times on this podcast, masks don't do anything. When a virus is smaller than the holes that are inside of the mask you're using, it's pointless to put a mask on. It's just about subjugation. And, and to, to, to come alongside that. The state of California was having wildfires yeah. during the COVID craze. Yeah. The officials of the state of California were telling people, the mask that you're wearing for COVID will not help you in dealing with the ash that's in the air because the ash particles are too small. They make it through the weave of the masks. Is ash bigger than a virus? Yes. Oh, it's- Massively bigger. <laughs> Deer in the headlights. Did anybody use their brains? Well, no, because the TV didn't tell me that. So not in California. They don't have not, their, not, no, clearly, no. It's they'd be red if they did. Fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. When you don't fear the Lord, 
you fall into stupidity. But th- that's, that's my thing. Like the masks don't work. We told you this. I'm not saying – at the beginning, we didn't even say that the vaccines wouldn't work. What we just said was that's pretty quick to put something experimental in your body that's never been tested before. Well, they, they tested it already. I heard so many of you that were like, you're killing grandma because you won't get jabbed like me. Literally participating in the biggest psychological warfare of all time. Did you see that meme I posted? Mm-hmm. A practical gift for unvaccinated I people. I sent it to you. Yeah, yeah, you sent it to me. You're right, you're right. But um, that was the funniest thing ever. I got tons of likes. I got WWE wrestlers to like that. Yep, yep. I saw that Dexter Loomis. Uh, the boys I love know Dexter. he's he's a good dude in real life. Yeah. I've run into him a lot. He's a good dude. Um, him and Killer Cross are yeah. studs. I love those guys. Oh, yeah. Just good guys. But um, got their heads on straight and so on and so forth. But um, back to what I was saying. Like, you participated in this. And we try to tell you, like, listen, how do you have long-term studies for something that was just created? Project exactly. Warp Speed? Exactly. Oh, but it's safe and effective. It's safe and effective. Safe and effective. Based on what? Based on what? Plus, it's a, an, all, both of the, the main ones were experimental new methods for administering vaccines, yeah. the mRNA vaccines, which had never worked before. Killed animals. Killed animals. Every single attempt to create a vaccine using the mRNA technique has been a failure until now. Operation Warp Speed. Well, why are we rehashing vaccine? We, what we know about the vaccines. Yep. I want to actually talk about some new technology. Okay, go ahead. Right before we get to the final thoughts. Let's go let's get it. Um, the, tr- the, the Biden administration announced today through the Secretary of Energy, Jennifer Granholm. Oh, sorry, it was Wednesday. Okay. That we have hit. Wait, is it the secretary that just got busted for stealing purses? No, 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 no. I mean, the guy that was stealing purses that dressed up like a girl? He works for the Department of Energy, I believe. Oh. But he wasn't the secretary of energy. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Sorry, I just. I don't know how nobody has has said that he looks like Matt Damon with a bald head and an address. Because he. Well. He looks exactly like if Matt Damon. But that would point out absurdity, and yeah, we don't, yeah. we don't, we don't want to make fun of trans people, you know, because yeah, so. we would never want to say that it's a mental illness, even though it is. But yeah, keep yeah. up. Sorry, my bad. Um, <clears throat> the mentally anyway, ill. So Jennifer Granholm, Secretary of Energy, announces that we've hit an, a tremendous milestone in nice. technology. Nice. And and in reality, what they what, if true, it is actually a tremendous milestone. Okay. So science once we again. have successfully experimented and created fusion energy. Okay. What is fusion energy? It's basically the opposite of fission energy, which is what runs nuclear power plants. I like nuclear power plants, though. Yeah, they're fine. I want explodey. Well, I know. This is is still explodey, but it's basically creating a, a mini star. Gotcha. So you create a little star, and it produces more energy than you put into it to keep it running. So instead of splitting an atom, you're, you're ramming yeah, you're, atoms you're, against each other. Yes, yep. they're, they're, they're fusing, fusing and becoming super hot and nice. producing. What, what's so what, what's amazing about it is that it's, a, it's, a, it's the perpetual motion machine. Okay. It produces more energy than it costs to make it happen. Which means you can then funnel that energy into itself, mm. 
and you create an eternal cycle of so like, energy production. So when you fuse, is it like Gogeta or, or Vegito from Dragon Ball Z? Is it? Exactly like that. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. I had to do it. I had to do it. <laughs> Fusion, so, ha! This is, this is huge, if true. Okay, if true. Now, it's uh, it, so convenient, though, you know, mm-hmm. that this is happening. Biden's energy policies have been disastrous no, for they've America. Been, they've been awesome, man. I love paying more on for gas. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. I love Super being great. energy dependent. Super great. Love it. 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 But this, and, and then, you know, and then all the policies to produce cars that we can't, you know, that we don't produce enough power to, you know, fuel. Um, no, but we need more electric cars, man. Yeah, we do, and we'll need a lot more coal to, to. Yeah, but coal's to, bad. Yeah, but the coal is what runs like forty percent of our energy. Grid. Yeah, but I'll just put some wind turbines up there, kill a bunch yeah, of birds. Yeah, and it's not as nearly as effective. Hey, I'll just put up a bunch of solar panels in Ohio. Also, it's not really, nearly as effective. It's really sunny there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No. Yes, the fruited plains are not the uh, the sunshine state. Um, <clears throat> but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, so this is a game changer for their pol- their energy policy if becomes true. much more doable if true with fusion energy. Yeah. And in fact, the WEF, the World Economic Forum, had in their plan that from a couple of years ago that by 2030 we would be on fusion energy. Nice. Um is it the same people that tell us that we'll eat the bugs and like it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have nothing and love we'll, it. we'll be happy. Eat the bugs. Yeah, um, keep going. Yeah, all that crap. Cool. Fusion energy is the only thing in their plan that is actually good. Uh, tremendous good. And I want to discuss that because, you know, nothing that they promote is good. Question, though, could I produce fusion energy in my house? Well, that's that. Here's the – okay, so – Sorry, we'll keep. We'll, I'll keep. Yes, sorry. But let me talk about the experiment first. Okay. So they um, they used lasers to um, to turn molecules of hydrogen t- plasma to go, you know, mm-hmm. super saiyan and produce uh, <laughs> to, and produce. You know, they they use like two point five megajoules of energy gigawatts. and produce. Uh, yeah, one point twenty one gigawatts. gigawatts. <laughs> um, no, the uh, two point five megajoules. And produce like 3.15 megajoules. So Ooh. again, a net energy increase. That's verified, you, right? No. What? That's, yeah, what? that's what? What? That's. But the you problem. said freaking lasers, man. Yes. Freaking. It was sharks with laser beams <laughs> attached to their heads. That's why I started laughing when you said laser. I'm like freaking laser beams, man. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, no, uh, it turns out that first experiment that. Um, was safe and effective. That produced the extra energy damaged their diagnostic equipment, so they're not 100% sure that it did produce more energy, but that was the reading that they got, but, you know, it was from damaged equipment, so who knows. Is that like when they measure the Earth's temperature at airports during peak hours with exhaust on hot, you know, hot, like, you know, similar, I would say. So skewing the numbers, but 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 but, but take heart. They did a second experiment. Okay, sorry, sorry, my bad. They fixed the diagnostic equipment or replaced it. Yep, not sure which. And they did it again, and they successfully created a fusion reaction. Nice. And they 
didn't get a reading. So they don't know how much energy that. So what did they announce produced. exactly? Um, well, that our energy uh, worries are over. But they didn't substantiate the claim. No, they didn't. So why now, did they announce it? What's that? Why did they announce it again? Uh, because their energy policies are garbage and uh, this, they need a win. Yeah, they need a win. Oh, yeah. It's hard to find a win in the Biden administration. It's tough. Yeah, it's tough. Sledding. Now, here's here's what I want to say. Sure. It's possible that what they did did actually do this. Sure. Um, uh, I was listening to Glenn Beck, and that's, that's, he, he that's had, your first mistake. It's your first mistake. Shut up. <laughs> uh, he, he, he was talking about this, and he brought on a guy who's you know in the know in the scientific yep. community. Yep. Um, who uh, thinks like we do? Okay. You know, in terms of conservative values and so on and so forth. Cool. Um, but it is you know well versed in the future. He's a future. He would consider himself a futurist. Whatever. You know what? I, you keep saying words that make me laugh right now. Yeah, I mean, f- you said future. You know what I thought of immediately? What? Conan O'Brien in the year two thousand. Two thousand. <laughs> yes, great, great. Lasers in future. Sorry, keep yeah. going, man. Anyway, so um, <laughs> sorry. So he was very optimistic in how okay. close we are to fusion energy. Okay. And um, he was very optimistic in how quickly that could the, – the, the, a successful experiment could be a product that fuels our homes. Nice. And you know, all it would take – he was saying, like, all it would, it would be a, a piece of equipment the size of a tractor trailer. Hmm. So you load it on a truck and you take it to the community and it powers the whole community. Nice. And – requires no fuel it is its own fuel it powers itself it just minor labor to keep uh, of upkeep nice and he was asking okay so what will will it cost you know in terms of uh, like so the initial equipment would be very very expensive sure of course and that of course over time would go down as adoption always lowers prices you see that in the tv market that's like the prime example but why does everything keep getting expensive in the Biden administration then? Oh, that's because of inflation. That's a totally different Okay, sorry. Issue. My bad, my bad. Um, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. So initial cost, but then he was saying the upkeep is, al- is almost nothing. Yeah. Output is incredible. It's almost not worth charging for it, for the thing. Now, of course, you know that they're going to charge. <laughs> Come on. But let's say – can I have any Teslas around here, bro? Yeah. Um, and I don't mean the but cars. Let me, here's what I would say. Okay, well, either way, it's going to be extremely cheap. Yeah. Cheap energy with almost no upkeep necessary. Mm-hmm. This will change the world. Yep. It will absolutely change the world. Which makes me wonder, why is the WEF... Wanting us to be on it by 2030, that does not – that – this is the kind of thing that liberates mankind. You'd think that. Star, think Trek, Star Trek will tell you that, but yeah. Well, and they're and in, in, in a way, they're right. Scarcity is part of the problem. Yep. If you totally eliminate scarcity, like – I mean, fusion energy is the warp engine. Yep. You know? 
If you so, if you have cheap, abundant energy, and then food as you desire it, what are you fighting over? What there's no, yeah, there's nothing left that you need. Scarcity is no longer an issue. Yep. So, utopia. Well, so I, I, I was trying to think like this is all, you know nefarious. Uh, let's. Let's find the nefarious element of this thing. What's the code? To me, the code is all their talk about all their talk about um, fusion energy was just BS. That was just a convenient um, a convenient uh, uh, red herring to disguise how crappy their energy policy. Oh, don't worry, we're going to be on fusion energy. Mm-hmm. And what they're not expecting is what's actually happening, that fusion energy is actually going to be sure. a reality, possibly, yeah. in, within the next 10 years. It'd be interesting. It would be crazy. Um, I can't think of how – I mean, the other thing is, you know, if you want to uh, – if they control the technology so tightly – Yep. And you want to use it? Well, you got to accept all the smart upgrades. Mm-hmm. Well, it won't work on the old grid. We have to build a new grid, a smart grid. Now you're thinking. Keep I think going. I think both are possible. Well, I mean, and you can't use this equipment unless your whole community's chipped. I mean, something like that. Well, I mean, how could you be on this grid with? We don't. We we need to know what you're using this for, right? Why though? Here, that's the the question is. The, 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 there's no limits to the energy mm-hmm. under fossil fuels. Sure, we gotta save the climate. We gotta save the planet. This saves the planet. That pl- the planet's been saved with the adoption of this technology. The energy is so abundant. You don't need to know what I'm doing with but it. But by the way, we already have that with fossil fuels. But keep going. Sorry. Well, I agreed. But you know, we gotta create. But we, but we have the. But, but there's just the even naming it fossil fuels. Sure. Is like oh, this could eventually run out. It's not. But keep going. Yeah, yeah, sorry. No. Yes, that's definitely a real consideration. The other thing, too, is what if I tell you to piss off and I'm just going to drill? I'm going to drill for natural gas and gas. I don't want to be on your grid. Oh, you're, you're, you're the EPA and their their army of uh, mm-hmm. psychopaths are, you know, yeah. taking you in for sure. Yeah. But it, here's, it's, my, it's ar- a, here's my argument to that. You're a community that doesn't want to be on their grid. Mm-hmm. What's to stop you from finding the company that will sell you the equipment and just setting it up yourself. Yep. And you know, doing it be, yourself and doing the Amish, but with fusion <laughs> energy and you know technology. You know, I mean, but this is the opportunity to do the Amish thing and and mm-hmm. while you know, not obviously as Christians, we need to be out there sure. spreading the gospel, interacting. We are um, in this world, but not of this world. Yep. But you know, the parallel, you know, community yep. thing. Yeah. Is really viable. Yeah. So I think that this is like the internet. This will be a Pandora's box mm-hmm. that liberates people and that they can't put back in the. But it'll, they'll use it eventually to enslave people. Oh, sure. Because Just like they do, looks like they're doing with the internet. But, but here's the bait, right? The, the internet was, think about how the internet was so beneficial at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And it still is. It still is. But how much more control over the internet is there now than there was before? For example, you may or may not control the dark web, but everybody is on the regular internet using apps that are controlled by certain stores that you can get certain apps from. 
Yeah. Nobody does www.whatever.com anymore. Nobody does that. Yeah. Unless you're an InfoWarrior, crazy psycho like me, like who will put that on? Or go to Gab or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Most people, nah, that's just too hard. I just download my app mm-hmm. that comes from my store that regulates what apps I can use and when I can use it on platforms that will regulate what I can say and what I can't say, which we haven't even talked about the Twitter files, but that's another story for another time. Mm-hmm. I want to see all of them drop before we talk about it, but that's another story for another time. It's about control. So if I give you unlimited sources of energy, there's going to be a price to pay for that because what's going to happen is you're going to – what happens to quote-unquote fossil fuel energy? What happens to that? Natural gas. What happens to yeah, that? that all dies. It dies. Instantly. And when it's dead, now you're reliant and dependent on the machines that I make to make those fusions. You have to use it now. So what happens when I say, you know, your community is not chipped. Your community is meeting a little too much on Sundays, worshiping that Jesus guy. I think we need to shut down the machine. Like, we're going to shut down your Tesla car, just like we're going to shut down your access to things. It's always a bait and switch. Listen, I'm going to feed. Think about this way. Hunters get this, right? What's a salt lick? It's where a deer lick it to restore new... You know, minerals up there. Yeah, man, I'm going to put a salt lick right by my – you know what's interesting? I'm going to put the salt lick right here. Just ignore the fact that I have a deer stand right over there. Just ignore that. And I'm going to leave this out here for a very long time. They do this with boars too. They'll do boar traps where they'll put food. They'll put they'll dump food in the middle of the field right where they want boars to be. And that boar will just get used to coming to that every day to the point where the boar or deer is like – why would I rummage and forage for this crap when it's going to be right there every single time? And then the moment I show up and it's not there, it's so weird. There was a bullet that just went through my shoulder. So strange. That's When you're talking about this, that's all I kept thinking about. I was like, okay, it'll be cool for about 15 years until they control it and they destroy all the other industries. And then you have to go to that. Does that make sense? And yeah. that, that, that to me is that, – that's the code. It's like not saying that you don't trust or see that because, again, I, I use the internet. We're using the internet right now. I mean, it just is what it is to, to use this podcast. And there's some very positive things that can happen. But be mindful who controls the technology, who controls what's going on. Yes. Or you're going to get like China where they regulate everything that people say or information that gets out there, right? They're eventually going to here. I think that eventually what was what started as a tractor trailer will be a box in your home. Mm-hmm. And you will and, – and everybody else will eat up. The easy box that you get from, you know, from, uh, uh, you know, Duke Energy or whatever. You got to, we'll have to find the open source box that isn't controlled, that isn't, you know, part of the smart grid that, you know. Hey, those those solar panels on top of your house, they're bad for the environment. That's going to flip eventually. You realize, oh, yeah, that, right? absolutely. It's going to flip because well, they're, they're just trash. Yeah. It's just a, more trash in the trash dump. Yeah. So you're going to have to get rid of those solar panels that keep you independent and have give you free energy. So now we need you to take the box. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't want your box. I'm going to find a box that you don't control. That's if you can find it. But but that, that but that's what I'm saying. Like, and, but I think that it will. I my hope. And my hope is that it will be a technology that they can't completely control that but you know how this story ends well the internet is a technology that they can't completely control completely yes they do have a lot of control of it though they do so they do yeah listen i'm all about the boom tube okay i'm excited about this all right i was because i'm looking at dark side over there in the corner and i'm literally you keep seeing the box i keep thinking of a boom 
a boob yeah. tube, you know what I mean? But yeah. it's just what I would say is just be mindful of what they yeah, give. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, know? yeah, for sure. Man, because I'm for but it. But this is this is a completely liberating technology. I hope it is. No, no, no. I'm right. saying it is by its nature. That doesn't that doesn't mean that any kind of that these things can't be usurped. True. So we just have to be vigilant. No, and I'm with vigilance you. is the key. I'm with you. I, I anything that they can try to control, they will. Right? Of course, yeah. Absolutely. Air is an air is an energy source that we need every single day to breathe. But they want you to wear a freaking mask again. Think about that. Yeah. There's so many different things that they can go with, but I'm with you, man. I, I, listen, I'm for it. Mm-hmm. I want it to happen. I want it to work that way. I just, I listen. I don't uh, trust anything uh, at this point. No, yeah, we're we're on the it. same page. You're it. trying to convince me that I shouldn't be, and I'm I'm not trying to convince you that it won't. Uh, we're I'm saying both things. Both. I'm with you. Both things. Both. All right. Final thoughts, man. Um, you ready? Okay. Well. Uh, so we we we've been talking about how you know point of action you mm-hmm. know points of action. So um, I think that the podcast needs a weekly prayer point. Okay. And so I'm going to start with my final thought being the first one. I like that. And so what can our we as the two kings and the rest of the Rube Empire, all the citizens out there, we let's pray this week that. Um, Let's pr- let's thank God that there is still a person in the halls of government like a Ron DeSantis. There's a remnant. Yes. <laughs> and that, um, you know, uh, and this isn't putting him on a pedestal and deifying him. Because he can this still screw up. Yes. This is just being grateful for how God has used him yes. up to now. Yes. Okay? So, gratitude first. And then next, let's pray that this this initiative to to start the grand journey goes through, that it becomes a thing, and that we actually see justice done. I just don't want in to, America again. Yeah, I, I just don't want that to become like Abbott. Oh, I'm, I'm going to lock down those borders and no, of course not. I, and I think DeSantis is way better than that. He'll actually follow through on what well, he says. Well, that's why there's. I mean, that's what, what and what leads me to believe that it is is the second part that i can't remember the specifics of <laughs> look it up but that <laughs> yeah look it up yes but that attacks the same problem from a different position mm-hmm. that does not require the supreme court to yep. so this is a guy who has plans and executes on them yep. which is what we do not see from the rest of the republican party i mean dace and his diatribe this week just laid it out perfectly yep. it's like the the enemy that we're fighting looks like they're everywhere and that they're they're they got this master plan and they don't they're dummies they're just in lockstep and but they don't they crumble immediately when in the face plan. of a person who has a plan and executes on it yeah when they, they come up against real opposition they they, they crumble, crumble because they don't have a plan they're dummies yeah and the the problem is that there's only really a couple people acting as real opposition mm-hmm. in the so-called opposition party. Yeah. That's it. No, I'm, I'm with you. 
So, yeah. So, pray with thankfulness that there's still somebody out there who who wants to oppose evil. Yep. Or at least appears to want to, and that you have that God has used that. And then pray that justice that 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 his endeavors to seek justice on COVID will be fruitful. Yep. And that we will actually see justice in America again. I like it. I like your final thought. Here's mine. Um, always pay attention. Like people will tell you exactly who they are. Just pay attention. They will. People will always tell you who they are. And we always act shocked when the actions proceed, you know, come after the talk, right? People will show you who they are. I loved – here's the thing that I love about the last two years. COVID was – people see it as a bad thing, and it definitely was a bad thing, not because of the actual disease, but everything that happened around it and it revealed a lot of character. Okay, the the, the spirit of the age, as Dace, Dace, Dace calls it, is already starting the idea of the anti-chipper movement, right? Mm. When I know You want to know how I know this is a legitimate threat? Because the Bible talks about the mark of the beast. Talks about the mark of the beast. Talks about one currency, one religion, and that you will not be able to do anything without the mark of the beast, which will be found in your wrist and your forehead, right? Those mm-hmm. are the places. Yeah, your right arm and your right hand and your forehead. forehead. This sounded absolutely absurd 50 years ago. It sounded absurd even now with the technology that we had about three years ago because we're like, how in the world would most of the world just submit to having a chip inside of their body? Well, I mean, when barcodes, when the barcode technology was yeah. first a thing. People thought it was going to be a tattoo or something, yeah, right? And then there was an outcry against barcodes because yeah. of the potentiality. Yep. And you know, and here we are. But so the technology has been there for a while, but nobody would ever believe that most people would just blindly do something because they were told to do it <laughs> until the jab. 85% of Americans that are listening to this got at least the first shot. Think about that. You took something because the TV told you to. And you got scared because the TV tried to scare you into something. And then when the scare tactics... And or your job was threatening to fire you. and you, Your job threatened you, you. You were threatened with the loss of something you, in yes, your life. Yeah, they, they threatened a lot of things. And you got the jab. 15% of us in America said, hell no, we won't go. That's why, you know, Matt handed out the uh, honorary... unvaccinated uh pure blood uh um badge of honor which i love that posted on my my social media but you got to think about this you thought five years ago it was absurd that the entire world would just take a mark just so that they could do commerce you better not be thinking that now because you just watched yourself do it a majority of the people that are hearing what i'm saying right now got jabbed you did because you were afraid of the disease, you were afraid of being ostracized, you were afraid of losing a job, you were afraid of what people thought of you, you were afraid of being called a grandma killer, you were afraid of something, and the fear provoked you to do something that's probably not healthy for you. In fact, what's the didn't didn't uh, all cause mortality increase this year? Yeah. How's that possible when we have a vaccine? All cause 
mortality jumped up a year and a half after this vaccine? And what's funny is all-cause mortality did not jump <laughs> during the pandemic. During the pandemic, <laughs> and people were dying from COVID. Oh my gosh! That 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 yeah, that still blows me away. All-cause mortality is on the rise with the vaccines out there. You going to put two and two together yet, or you just going to do what TV told you to? And when TV tells you that, hey, you got to take the mark of the beast because this Antichrist guy tells you that you need to do it because to, to, to be in this utopia, you have to do it. You're going to do it. And you've shown your true colors. No, I hope to God, like, we all make mistakes. I voted for freaking John Kerry and Obama twice. <laughs> I was a, she- a sheep led to the slaughter, but then again, I don't feel bad because I was going globalist versus globalist. Is it going to be George Bush <laughs> or John Kerry? <laughs> they both suck. Is it going to be Obama or John McCain and or uh, what's his face? What's the uh, fake Mormon guy? Um, oh, the resistance that's not resistant at all. Uh, not John McCain, but uh, mm. you know what I'm talking about. Yes, I know exactly who you're talking about. I can't remember his name. <sighs> he's he's horrible. He's horrible. He steal steal stew stuff, but he's horrible. Um, anyway. It was a bad decision. It was a globalist either way. But my point is this. We all are – we all have made the mistake. Here's the beautiful thing about COVID. It's so apparently Mitt obvious. Romney. Mitt Romney. It's so apparently obvious at this point that the jabs were a horrible idea. And I'm not saying you're a horrible person for fall for it. We all do. But when they try this again, which they will because it was so successful, there's over 12 billion vaccines or 12 billion shots that were administered can you believe that 12 billion jabs administered worldwide (laughs) how easy do you think it's going to be to get 8 billion people to get a mark and there'll be a remnant there'll be a remnant like me and like matty bat over there they'll say screw you and actually rage against the machine and tell you to piss off if you're pre-millennialist, you pray to hope to God that <laughs> Jesus comes and takes you out of that situation. I don't think it's going to happen. I'm a pan-millennialist. I think it's all going to pan out, but we'll see. I don't know. I was talking to Bob about that this week because he's a pre-millennial dispensationalist, and I'm like, nah, I don't buy it, but I hope you're right. <laughs> I told him, I was like, I hope you're right because, man, it sucks to go through this. But people are going to show you who they are. The people that called people grandma killers through this – are going to do it again. The people that pressured you because they were just doing their job will do it again. The TV will do this to you again. Your government will do this to you again. Pay attention to the people that actually were on the right side of this history. And I would trust them a little bit more. Trust God alone, obviously. Mm-hmm. But people will show you exactly who they are. And they're already starting the anti-chipper talk. They're already talking about – they're worried about the white supremacist, racist, anti-Semitic. They're already starting the isms because those are the people that wouldn't get chips. Somehow I'm a white supremacist. That's weird. How would that work if you're half, if you're half black, half white? Would you like hate and love yourself at the same time? Is that yeah. how that I would work? the only response to that at this point is <sighs> – Yeah, I'll do R- racism, I'm sorry, what? It, oh, did you it means nothing. To, yeah, did you have something to say to Like, me? racism means nothing. It means nothing at this point. Mm. It literally means nothing. Anti-Semitism literally means nothing. 
Thank you, Yeezus, for uh, – <laughs> thank you, Yee, for <laughs> blowing that up. It doesn't mean anything anymore. It doesn't. It means nothing. But this is the trope and crap that's going to get you to make a stupid decision like you did with the jab. And I, and I hate to say it. I never told people they were bad or stupid for getting the jab, but it was a stupid decision, especially with the numbers coming out. It's I, I would be terrified if I had a jab in me right now. And there are people in this podcast that have gotten the jab. And it, again, I understand why they did it, but it's terrifying. It's scary. It's a bad decision. And I'm telling you now, they're starting the anti-chipper conversation as we speak. I don't think that's just going to dissipate and disappear into the ether. It's only going to pick up. It is the top of the hill with the little snowball that you rolled up, and then you started to roll it right down the hill. Mm-hmm. And eventually that zombie is going to become a huge ball and turn into an avalanche. Get yourself right now. Turn to Christ Jesus so you don't fall for this deception ever again. Send me home, baby. On that note, you've been listening to the King's Flaming Podcast, home of the Rube Empire, where the people are free, the taxes are voluntary, and we serve freshly roasted liberal logic, but really more than that now. Yeah, a little bit more. So we'll we'll come up with a better liberal logic plus. Yeah, liberal logic plus practical stuff. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Um, from you know, help us by uh, sharing, subscribing, five starring on um, you know on your various uh, listening platforms, Spotify. Um, and you can also find us. Uh, we're, we're on a on a slightly sad note. We. Well, actually, on a badge of honor note, we were kicked out of YouTube. Good. So we can't Praise stream God. to YouTube on our channel anymore. I was over And uh, screw them. Who cares? Piss off. <laughs> and then, uh, um, which made us, and, and with this new direction and everything, we're just like, you know, uh, we don't need to stream video anymore. We're not streaming on Twitch, the, the episodes anymore. And we apologize to the fans who... You know, the five fans who showed up every week to watch us on Twitch. <laughs> you guys are awesome. We love you. We do love you. We appreciate JBN, you. JBN, Death Hunter, you know. Uh, Deep State. Uh, Deep State, Bobby the Bull. Um, uh, Just so migrate. Many others. Uh, you know, all you, all you guys listening. Migrate over here. Yeah, migrate. I mean, just keep the podcast. We've still got the Discord running. Yep. I plan to be more involved there. And, um, um, you know, also, um, if you want to be up to date and get where we're you know, coming from, kingsplaining.substack.com, yeah. put in your email and you'll get all of our stuff, including when these episodes drop, because that's where our episodes are hosted. I like it. So, uh, just thank you for being a part of this yep. and for helping to promote us and, uh, Keep it going. We love doing it. We hope you enjoy listening. Uh, and on that note, we'll see you next week. God bless. Peace out. Can you dig it, sucker?